For all of our Montreal listeners, tomorrow night, Saturday, January 11th, 2014, Confabulation presents Broken Telephone, tales of miscommunication, misunderstanding, and mistaken identity. And as always, this event is part of the Bouge DC Dance Festival. It's happening at Mainline Theatre, 3997 Saint Laurent, just at the corner of Duluth. It's $7 by donation. Doors open at 7 p.m. and the show starts at 8. Hi there. Welcome to Confabulation, the podcast. I'm Matt Goldberg, host, producer, and napkin folder for Confabulation, Montreal's premier all-true storytelling series. Today on the show, we've got a story from Jennifer Ansel Clark. Uh, Anyone who's been to Confabulation has had a good chance of seeing a story by Jennifer. She's one of our most regular storytellers, huge supporter of the show. Um, This story comes from October's Confabulation Presents Back from the Dead, an evening of stories that dealt both with um, literal death and with those things that we can't leave behind us. And uh, I think this story does an interesting job of bridging both of those ideas. I had surgery on Tuesday. That's not when I died. I started dying in December when I found a lump, a big one. Scared the hell out of me. I woke my partner up in the middle of the night and we both sat there and cried. And I started to die. And then at the end of December, on my birthday, when I got my biopsy, I died a little bit more. Because it hurts. It hurts a lot. And then in the beginning of January, when I got the biopsy results, I died again. A little bit more. And then at the end of January, when I went to see the doctors and saw all the facilities that I was going to have to deal with for the next year, I really died quite a bit that day. Because it's scary looking at all of those other people. Bald, sick, thin, hooked up to machines. All the nurses, all the doctors, all of the support staff. It's overwhelming. And then in February, I began my treatment. Who boy did I die. The nurse who was going to give me my first chemo treatment swabbed my arm to put in the IV And she didn't wait for the alcohol to dry properly so that when the IV went in, it took the alcohol with it and it burned for the next two hours. And I cried and screamed and cried and screamed and died some more. And that went on for three months of chemo. It hurts a lot whether I would flip out and run down the hall and find myself sitting on a bench on another floor with no idea how I'd gotten there, hyperventilating and screaming and crying. It didn't matter. I was still dying day by day by day. And there's this thing called chemo brain. When you can't think 
You can't remember things. And I remember sitting at my computer and looking at my keyboard and turning to my husband and saying, Shane, how do you spell my name? I can't remember. And at that moment, I died a little bit again. And it kept happening day after day. And then finally, the hardcore chemo was over. And I was told I was going to have milder chemo. And I thought, maybe it'll stop. No, 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 no. My medical oncologist made a mistake, a big one, and gave me the wrong drug. So two days after my chemo, I'm rushing back to the hospital thinking I'm having a heart attack and begging to get a new medical oncologist because he's screwed up a bunch of stuff. And I got the new medical oncologist, but it didn't make any difference. The lack of trust in the entire system killed off another part. And then my pivot nurse went on maternity leave. And one of the nurses who went to draw my blood one day really screwed up to the point where I wound up in the ER with my blood pressure down in the cellar. And every single time something would go wrong, I would die. And then they told me, okay, we're having all kinds of problems with the chemo, so we're going to bump your surgery up. Woo! And then it got postponed. Then it got postponed again. And then a couple of weeks ago, I went in and sat in the day surgery from 7 o'clock in the morning till 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and then was told, sorry, it's going to be postponed again. Guess what? You're going to have to wait. We'll give you 48 hours notice. They lied. I found out within a couple of days exactly when the surgery was going to be. So I had all that time to think about it and wait. And in the meantime, I'm watching who I was dying every day I look in the mirror. I couldn't do things. I couldn't be me. I couldn't go to work. I couldn't go out. I couldn't climb stairs. I couldn't do my gardening. I couldn't do any of the things that made me me. I was dying. And then, just when I found out exactly when the surgery was, boom. For all intents and purposes, I was dead. And it was quiet. Because I was off the chemo. I'm lying in this mental coffin in a quiet funeral hall, just waiting for the lid to close. Just waiting. Not alive in any sense of the word. And then when I finally got in on Tuesday, things, the system that I was supposed to go through wound up changing radically, and I was told, no, we're not going to be doing all the things you've been anticipating. We're going to be doing this instead. Click. 
had the surgery, woke up from the surgery, and the coffin felt as though it was being lowered ever so slowly into the ground. There's blood, and there's pain, and there's stitches, and I'm dead. Thursday. We had tickets to go and see a concert at Place des Arts. The lead guitarist for Genesis, Steve Hackett, was having a show. I love their music. I've always loved their music. So we get to Place des Arts, I sit down, and I could almost hear the shovels of earth piling on top as my husband had to protect my right side from getting bumped into by the huge crowds. And I'm just feeling smaller and smaller and smaller. And then they started to play. Oh, they started to play. And they played my favorite song. Of all of their albums, they played my favorite song with an extended guitar solo at the end <laughs> that rang, that took the roof off, and the joy and the passion and the vibrancy of that music reached down into that earth and grabbed my hand and pulled me up and pulled me up some more out of the coffin, out of the ground, into the air, and I just kept going. And I soared above this planet, looking at that beautiful blue, and going, I'm alive! Finally, I'm alive. I'm alive, and I'm here, and every single one of you can do exactly the same. Confabulation, the podcast, is produced by Paula Flalo and hosted by Matt Goldberg. For more on Confabulation, you can check out confabulationmontreal.com or check us out on Facebook, the preferred social platform for everyone whose name is not Paula Flalo. Confabulation, the podcast, is distributed by No More Radio, available every week at nomoradio.com. Support for No More Radio comes from Montreal Improv. You can check them out at montrealimprov.com.